Welcome to season four of the Essential Stepmom podcast, your source for unconventional inspiration and advice on the womanly art of raising someone else's kids. This season, we're going to be busting some blended family myths, but don't worry, I'm not going to leave you standing in the shards of any broken dreams. We'll be putting together something of real value to replace those myths. And I hope to leave you feeling better about your family and your role in it by the end of every episode. You can visit me at EssentialStepmom.com for my blog and other info. And you're always welcome in our Facebook group, The Spectacular Stepmom. When you blend something together, it doesn't always stay blended. Just think about oil and vinegar for one thing. At least they separate back into themselves, but not everything does. My failed stabs at hollandaise sauce are what come immediately to mind. But the idea of blending our family gives us what I think is a false sense of security, as if we become so much like a regular nuclear family, nothing can go wrong. We'll just sail off into the sunset together, like in the movies. Real life is sadly unlike the movies. It's way more complicated, for starters, and things happen that don't always make for a good plot line. I've heard from three different women in my Facebook group this week alone who have split from their partners, and not for typical stepfamily drama reasons, for ordinary real-life reasons, like your significant other falls in love with someone else. And some of these families were as blended as it gets, I want to be clear. I'm not trying to tell you that you shouldn't have harmony in your family life, or that it's somehow not right if everybody gets along, or even actually loves each other. Of course, it's great when that happens. The problem is that we want it now, and we feel ripped off or deficient in some way if it's not happening. Social media is both a blessing and a curse when it comes to comparisonitis. It's often the place where we learn that other women are experiencing the same struggles as us, and it's such a relief to know that you're not alone. On the other hand, it's the place where we unconsciously absorb that airbrushed, idealized look of the blended family, the one where everyone is smiling in the family photo that looks suspiciously like a traditional nuclear family. Or when you read a post from someone, like we've had many times in our group, like how after two years of not even exchanging hellos, suddenly the stepdaughter has just sent her stepmom a heartfelt Mother's Day card, and you want to just cry. The French term for stepfamily is famille recomposée. And I so love that word. I love how it feels and how different it is from the idea of blending. If you've ever been to a French-speaking country, you might have run into a menu with the words salade composé on it. The French do a kind of salad that's not tossed together, but laid out with all the ingredients arranged in some more or less artful way so that you can see what everything is. The ingredients are together on the plate, but separate. Each thing still has its own identity. The tomatoes are together in one place. The beans are maybe around the edge of the plate. The lettuce might be in wedges. 
and maybe there's thinly sliced rolled meat rolled up tucked in there somewhere so they have this idea of composing something out of ingredients that keep their integrity and their identity even while they're complementing each other because they belong on the same plate so a famille recomposé is a family recomposed reassembled presumably with one or more new ingredients isn't that lovely there's no implied expectation of blending together no directive to become somehow homogenous to blend in and look like a traditional nuclear family for the benefit of anyone inside that family or looking in from the outside another way of looking at the word recomposé which can also be a verb by the way with an r at the end is to put together again or to put back together and in that sense it starts to smack just a little of the mended family concept i introduced in the last episode if you haven't heard that one yet check out the episode episode 1 of this fourth season of essential stepmom when you focus on the activity of mending it's a constant reminder that your family is a work in progress it's a much higher mission than trying to get everyone to smile in the photo and i mean that figuratively although it's often a challenge too in the literal sense thinking back to my own wedding photos all of us lined up on the front steps of our house where we had our little wee ceremony and there are about 49 tries where someone or other is squinting and maybe one keeper anyway what i'm trying to say is that mending a family has a sense of life purpose about it while blending might be seen as trying to look and act as much as possible like a traditional nuclear first family because what happens after you look and act like a nuclear family well you're free to move forward with things like sibling rivalry mismatched parenting styles financial stresses even marital infidelity because those are the things that regular families deal with every day you get to move forward with everyone's still packed baggage clogging up the hallways of your home i don't know about you but i aspire to more than that for my family i want us to get really good at mending we're going to need those skills for absolute certain we're using them already in my house part of the mending every step family needs is around the trauma of divorce and until you understand where everyone is positioned in the hierarchy of needs you don't have a clear way to understand your family's priorities the hierarchy of needs is a concept that comes from the american psychologist abraham maslow in the 1940s he developed a kind of pyramid diagram to describe how we move from more basic needs like basic food and water through safety needs belonging needs the need for respect or esteem and finally the need for self actualization the pursuit of your own potential people can have needs in any or all of the layers at the same time but for sure lower needs have to be taken care of before the higher ones can become a priority this is why it's possible for step kids to completely derail a family they've experienced such a loss of security 
of feeling safe in the world as a result of the rupture of their family, or even from never having known a secure family unit, that their need for security will overwhelm your need for belonging and relationship. In other words, what you get from your partner. They need your partner to be able to feel safe and you need him or her to feel connected. And that is higher up on the ladder. Did you know that somebody who's drowning will very often end up drowning the person who comes to try to save them? It's a fact. Lifeguards even learn exactly how to keep a safe distance from a drowning victim, even if they have to wait for them to pass out so that they can then be safely towed back to shore and resuscitated. It sounds brutal, but if you actually want to save the person and not die trying, you have to know about this. And you also have to know that your stepkids need something so badly from your partner that if they're not getting it, They'll flail and kick until they overturn your whole household, even if everyone goes down. These are not kids who can be coaxed into blending. They have needs, important needs and wounds that need mending. And when you know what to do, you can start working towards your actual higher goals with the confidence that the important things are being taken care of and that the kids will never bring you and your spouse down with them. So if blending doesn't make a family forever, what does? It's nice to envision a mended family instead of idealizing the blended family rhetoric, but how do you actually make it last? What do you do? I would say the most important ingredient and also activity is your shared values. I say it's an activity because you actually have to work them out. You have to order them by priorities, even even have to narrow them down. You need a vision for your family, which consists actually of two things, mission and purpose. Your mission is where you're heading and your purpose is why you even want to go there. Why are you walking over hot coals with these people? What's your big why? Hardly anyone takes the time to ask these questions. This could be the main thing between a forever family and one that drifts aimlessly right into the gutter. Another thing that distinguishes long-lasting families is how each of you stays connected to their own sense of identity. We're going back now to that composed salad again, but every one of you is an individual with their own needs and their own eventual drive to reach their potential. Each of you has to be seen and supported in getting your needs fulfilled. And that includes you, of course. The final thing that I think provides the glue to keep a step family together for the long haul is your determination not to get knocked off course by distractions, to honor your compass, your big why. That's why you have it, to keep it in front of you all the time so that you can tell the difference between stuff that's worth using up a lot of energy on, and things that are just loud distractions, but not really that important. I hope this has been helpful. Keep thinking about ways that you can work towards being a mended family, or if you prefer, a famille recomposée, one where you all belong together on the same plate without 
being tossed together and hidden under the creamy dressing. <laughs> I hope that's not too many metaphors all at once. I know I get carried away sometimes. If you would like some help working out your family's inner compass, hit me up for a chat and we can talk about maybe working together on it. No pressure at all, but I'd love to help if I can. That's all for this episode. If you're enjoying this podcast, remember to subscribe wherever you're listening and you'll get each week's new episode the minute it drops. Did you know that we're now being heard in 52 countries? That means that the whole world is full of curious, forward-thinking stepmoms like you. And you can actually do something practical to help more of them find us and join our community by leaving a rating or a review. That's how this podcast pops up in a search on the keywords Stepmom SOS. Somebody did that for you in case you didn't know, so pay it forward. I also have a little Facebook tribe with a strict zero bashing policy. It's a friendly, 100% positive place. And if that's what you've been looking for, we'd be glad to have you there. Just send a join request to The Spectacular Stepmom. And if you're wondering about one-on-one -on -one phone support, it's available by visiting my website, EssentialStepmom.com. <laughs>